Welcome back to part two of Cooper Duper, a podcast for regular people. We are joined by two guests. Mikey, take it away. That is right. Um, so we mentioned earlier in, in previous episodes uh, kind of our history with this show, uh, how it came to be. Um, Jess has seen it a couple of times all the way through. I've obviously seen it several times. Um, and I've mentioned how part of the reason I think I'm fascinated or even more accurately, probably obsessed with this show is that I always felt like I needed to figure it out because it terrified me as a kid. And it terrified me as a kid because I watched it while it was live, while it was on when I was 11. Um, And that is because my older sister was a big fan and she was in high school. So she was old enough to probably be watching the show. She's an appropriate age. And watched it with uh, one of her good friends. So to kind of speak uh, a little bit to that, I've brought on my sister, Vicky, her friend, Siba. Vicky, say hello to, to all of our great listeners out there. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And Siba, just so people can get some voice recognition. Hi. Thanks for inviting me to the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, So we're trying to do this spoiler-free if we can. So if you're going to talk about any revelations that happen later in season one, keep it vague. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I have a feeling you maybe don't remember many major revelations, except for probably- You would be correct. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit sort of based around episode four. Did you all re-watch episode four? Did you watch episodes one through four? Yes, I watched one through four. Yeah, me too. Awesome. And then this is—I know I was talking to you, Vicky, about this before. Neither is that correct. Neither of you have seen this show at all since it aired, and you saw it when it was on, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. And how does it? How does it hold up? In 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 that that lens, because my lens is obviously I've seen it several times since. Yeah. Jess has only really seen it as of recently. Mm-hmm. How does it hold up when you watched it live and then haven't watched it in nearly thirty years? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I was kind of when I knew you guys were doing this and you were talking about having me join. I wanted to watch it again, but I was nervous to do so because things don't really hold up so well sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was worried that I it was going to be tainted then in my memory because I just remembered loving it so much and being mm-hmm. obsessed. And so, um, but I'm pleasantly surprised so far. I mean, I haven't gotten further down the path, and that my opinion might change, but <laughs> <laughs> it could, it could very well. Be. <laughs> yeah, the pilot was excellent. I mean, I just loved, and I and I think. I think I always knew that it was really good, but it was still very good upon reviewing. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Like it's still, um, I, you know, knowing what I know and, you know, like I think at the time, the first time I watched it, I really was like, who killed Laura Palmer? And really yeah. wanted to know and was so obsessed. And so I'm kind of putting a little bit of that aside now that maybe I know what the answer is and I know some other things came up. Um, but yeah, overall I, I've been, I'm pleased by how much I still like it and how many memories it has brought back. So, but yeah. yeah. I actually agree. I was a little nervous to watch it as well because I really did love it so much and was completely obsessed with it um, as a teenager and kind of in retrospect thinking like, what did I love as a teenager? Is it horrible now? But when I watched <laughs> yeah. it, I was so impressed. Um, and because it's filmed in such a timeless way, it didn't seem dated. 
And um, mm -hmm. it was so stylistically unique. And I still now can see how, you know, the influence of the show. <laughs> some of the sweaters are a little yeah. dated, but yeah. <laughs> but I think in some ways they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It was only in this one episode in the uh, the fourth episode that I watched where you could really see something that seems very 80s. But outside of that, it mm. seems kind of 50s or 60s. But like everything yeah. like mid-century modern, like it's just um, that like old yeah. America. Mm -hmm. I, I was really mm -hmm. struck mm -hmm. by how much. Dale Cooper. I remembered the pie, but I didn't remember how obsessed he was with all the other foods. And that was like the male iteration of Sally from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys notice at all when you were watching it how now that we're all like grown ups watching it, did you notice how Dale Cooper is a baby? <laughs> He's like 19 years old, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. He should have been brought in like like Kyle McLaughlin now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't That's know. True. Everyone That's on that show is so extremely attractive. It's it's so <laughs> really insane. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, so Vicky, you would, you guys would have both been sixteen or so when you watched and it. You, you guys watched it together, basically. Yeah, every I used week, to have right? Twin Peaks parties yeah. at my house, and everyone right. would yeah. come over, and we would have cherry pie. And I think we weren't yeah. drinking coffee yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. right. Uh, I I did the same thing for the premiere of the the most uh, recent season. I had a big yeah. party. Yeah. We had, it was it was a costume. I set up like a Ooh, photo fun. booth thing. Yeah. Um. It was yeah. It was a ton of fun. But I think that's uh, maybe where I get that from. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that I was a little late coming into the show, so it was huge. Like when this show came out, it was a huge phenomenon. Yeah. Everybody was watching it. It was on the cover of all these magazines. Like I it it was a really big deal. Um, but I remember so I remember like I was a little late coming into it. I was probably like maybe about this point, three or four episodes behind when I started to realize like, wow, everybody is watching this show. And like, mm -hmm. like before you could just watch anything. Well, we, obviously. we could, do you remember this? We could rent the pilot as a movie uh, from Video Motion. Oh, I did not remember, remember that. Video Motion? What happened? Because I do remember like calling Siva one time and being like, okay, what's this Twin Peaks? Like, tell me everything that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, like they, the local video yeah. store had a copy. And I, I what I'm trying to remember now is I think it might have been the alternate, like, European the ending oh. where the pilot had that extra, like, 20 minutes where they gave oh. an ending. Oh. So, like, uh, yeah, so the pilot was, hmm. was released as a pilot, open-ended, Okay. And then they released because they were putting so much like the studios are putting so much money into it. They if they weren't if the show didn't get picked up, mm. they wanted to release it as a ah. film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely So they made an ending. Yeah. And yeah. the ending was basically all of the dream sequence oh. stuff and stuff that was episode three. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I think that's what we watched a lot. Oh, that could be. That could be. Because I like I remember that stuff so vividly too, and it's because right. I rented it a bunch yeah, of times. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Run your bike down to the video store. Why were they renting it to me? Okay, 
I, I want to talk a little bit about like what it was like living in Twin Peaks times, Twin Peaks times <laughs> at the time it was coming yeah. out, you know, a regular way a person would say that phrase. Um, but first, uh, Vic, your oldest is older than Mikey was when he yeah. watched for the first time. How would you oh. feel about sitting down with your son? I mean, without I, you yeah. pressing, like yeah. a full on latchkey kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's 13, and I think it would be a little much. I, I was telling it'd, it'd be like two years from now, him yeah. watching it with his little sister. Right, right. Well, so my daughter is like 10 and a half, and I started watching the pilot, and she like wandered in and sat down, and then she's like, what is this? This is great. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I and I was like, I don't really think that this is very appropriate. Like, I think that you, you know, this is not going to be the right show for you. So then she saw me watching it later, a couple episodes later, and was like, you went on with this without me? You know, <laughs> you need to show her right. the long lady and then show her the picture. Yes, that's right. The, the party, you came over that day before the party while right. I was setting the photo booth thing, which yeah, had... Yeah shower curtain of the red room and we put Abby in a sweater. Yeah. And a, a fake wall. And I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I took oh, a picture yeah. of the glasses. glasses? I, have my picture. I didn't know what she was doing. I just said yeah. put all this on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took a picture. Funny. Yeah, I will. That's good. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? She has a paralyzing fe- fear of the town Missoula, Montana. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think, actually, um, I think this beginning part would be okay. I, not to give away, but I, I think it does get very dark and scary. So okay, right now, you know. But I think yeah. there's still some sequences that, like, yeah. the problem. The problem with a show like this, though, is that it just it switches on a dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, true. It goes from quirky and silly, and they're eating pie, and then all of a sudden, it's just like this course, terrible right. imagery of whatever. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, but when Mikey and I first started dating, uh, I had just moved back from um, a town outside oh. Missoula, Montana. When I talked about it, it's very scary. Side or your right side? For I yeah, that's from a sequence later um, where Bob crawls up from behind a Ooh. bed, couch. Yeah. Well, there's that, but there's oh. later in season two, he climbs up. Um, this is the one where right before Josie ends up in the door handle. Spoiler. Oh, okay. Right, right. Um, I thought we were supposed to be <laughs> between the wall and the bed and climbs in that Ooh. same way that he climbs over the couch. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And my bed was set up the same way oh. in my room <laughs> on my left side because I didn't want to look at that gap between You're the bed and, and the, the murder bed. Yeah, is this worth the murder out. bed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically it was the murder bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I know so there's the episode probably when we've mentioned some of the horrible, scary parts and whatever. Obviously, there's an episode coming up in season two, and without giving away too much ep- information, it was the episode where you learn about the who the killer is or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's a terrifying episode. Mm-hmm. You guys had a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was at Tebow's house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And me and our other sister stayed home and watched it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're like yeah. terrified <laughs> oh, no. after. Yeah. That. Yeah. Are you fundamentally broken? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Like I remember like we we would like go to we go to the bathroom and it was leaving the door open oh, no. while the other person stands outside with their back to the bathroom, <laughs> s- 
standing watch. Oh no! Terrified. Yeah. We were afraid to close the door. In I mean, we were scared, and we were like high school students, and there was probably five oh, yeah. or six of us. I like, was glad yeah. that I yeah, wouldn't have to drive home. I was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to drive. Yeah, I was scared driving home. Yes, Art. yes, I was scared driving home. I agree. And I want to go back to what you said, which was I watched this recently and i saw you know the the pilot i was like how was i watching this at 16 like it seems like it's too <laughs> intense even for that age when i was watching it yeah yeah right right and that's just how much <laughs> i looked up to you guys is that I, was like, I need to watch this show yeah yeah it was it huge was yeah yeah I remember when it came on, yeah. I didn't know what it was about because they hadn't done, I don't think they had done a whole lot of promo around it, but I think I was right, watching some right. other show and I just didn't get up to change the channel. This was like, I didn't have a, this was a day mm. where I was like in my own room. So I didn't have a remote. This is like free remote <laughs> or like old, you get, you get the was, old TV. In your room. And was this the yeah. pilot? Did I you start at the, the pilot? The so pilot I was just watching you... whatever show okay. was leading into Twin Peaks and all of a sudden it yeah. flashed and right. it said Twin Peaks. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I was like, oh, what is right. this show? And it was yeah, fascinating because yeah. it was unlike anything I'd ever seen on TV. And it yeah. did feel like right. I was watching yeah. this really well-crafted film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It did feel like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did either of you watch the return stuff that just I came out a few know. years ago? I, I was afraid. But maybe I will now. No, I know. Yeah, and it's, it. yeah. it's very different. It's very different, but it's, it's more in vain with Firewalk with me, the movie, but I don't think I you guys like movie, that very yeah. much. I remember watching the Firewalk with me movie. I remember like buying all yes. the merch. Yes. <laughs> I, like Gosh, I would buy you. books like the second that they were published, so they were like mm -hmm. laden with typos and like all the more mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yes. diary. Like I, I needed my hands yeah. on everything, so I would like all the fan books. I would go to Borders and I would like buy all the crap, and yeah, yeah. It, I would really into that. It's so funny what fandom looked like in the '90s versus what oh, it yeah. does now because you're so fundamentally like I I'm a bit younger than you guys but I was like obsessed with friends when I was in junior high mm -hmm. and would find like it, this so 1998 or so so like the internet was definitely a thing but I would like try to find there's like these janky flash websites that would just have like like gifts of each of the friends and I was like I have to absorb <laughs> everything I can about this thing yeah my parents almost sent I, me to I Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I mean, I obviously remember like the secret yeah. diary, which yeah. you wouldn't let me read. <laughs> Is that literally your diary? Like, quote unquote. Yeah. I think it was scripted like, yeah. by the writers, right? It like, yeah. Between season one and season two, um, they gave Jennifer Lynch, who was David Lynch's daughter, mm. permission to oh. write the diary. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, she wrote it completely oh, wow. on her own mm -hmm. and like submitted it with like, hey, make sure this is okay. Mm -hmm. And they say that like she didn't know who the killer was at that time, but there's a lot of stuff in it that's like yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So and there was I, stuff from the show. Like, there's times in the show where they're reading from her diary, and like that's in the diary that you could buy it. Well, from. yes. Like, so there's two. There's yeah. two diaries too. Like, so season oh, one, yeah, what you've seen you is just it. her regular diary. The whole thing about like nervous about meeting Jay oh, yeah. tonight. Yeah, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. Of, That's her regular diary, right? And then they reveal she had a secret diary that okay. Harold. The horticulturalist guy, Got the, it. the agoraphobic guy. Right. Yeah. 
the Marvel. Um, and they wrote that into the show because they released the uh, secret diary. I'm sure I had both of them. Yeah, yeah it was a big marketing. Yeah, I'm sure we all did. <laughs> yeah, like, and I remember you, I, but I remember the secret diary is really graphic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I do read it and, and would not let me read it, even though because I wanted to. A lot of the movie had to do with the secret diary, I think. The fire. With yeah. The oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. I remember yeah. Because it takes place during that, because it's her right. life and it's the events leading up right, to her right, death. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I remember nothing from the movie at all. I remember more I from feel the, the same. show. I've seen the movie like thrice and really? I still, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm surprised yeah. when I say that. I am. I am. I don't, yeah. Well, there was one time that we were hanging out with Johnny and Madeline and we got drunk and watched it. So yeah, I don't know if that one counts. Yeah, but yeah, you brought that up before and I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> I don't remember liking the movie um, as much. Yeah, I don't think it was good. It's terrifying. It's, it's, yeah. it's such a different, and it's as weird as this show is, like times ten, and like it's it's more it's almost more inscrutable to me of like what is actually going on. Like I guess I'm mostly thinking of the sequence in the beginning with um Joan Cusack, June Cusack, mm -hmm. no. Cusack. who's the woman who dances at the beginning of the movie, and she's like she's had a sour. Oh, uh, I don't know the actress's name. Oh, but I, in my head, it was Joan Cusack. It's not anybody. <laughs> That That's I'm aware of, but Lil, her name is Lil. Well, um, so we one thing that we've kind of been talking about is how much, um, how exposition mm -hmm. heavy these first few episodes are, because it, it, I think just watching watching media pre I don't know 2010 maybe was such a fundamentally different thing to do. Like there was obviously appointment television, but it was also like if Vicky found out on season four, she had to like. Start not season four, episode four. You had to just like start, yeah. and that's where every episode has like five minutes of exposition of like, don't forget, James oh, yeah. is this person, and Laura, right. and these are her people. New people were tuning in yeah. every week, so they had to like right. remind everybody what yeah, had happened, true. right? Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I, I, on. like it was like you know, it was becoming this phenomenon, and everyone was tuning in, so mm -hmm. and then it got weird because they the network tried to kill it. And they kept moving yeah. it around. They would put it on hiatus for a yeah. couple of weeks, and then it would go mm -hmm. from Wednesdays to Saturdays. Right, and, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wild how much that stuff yeah. has to matter. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but like, if your show was changing nights, it was, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, I yeah. remember when they pulled Simpsons off of Fox on Sunday nights, and it was, like. They did? Yeah, for, like, that. a few months. <laughs> and everyone was, like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Like, Sunday yeah. night night right right yeah that's true um would you would you say for the two of you that this uh, do you think discovering twin peaks was m more informed your uh the media you consume moving forward or do you think you guys were like 16 year old goths trying to find like an <laughs> outlet for your very complicated 16 year old emotions huh yeah that's a good question i Thank you. I, I feel like me. it kind of fit in, but then expanded like what was possible to see. You know, mm -hmm. I think it was interesting because that was around the year that we could start driving too. So there right. was kind of a lot of freedom associated with like what the world could entail. Like you weren't mm -hmm. just because before you'd be stuck to like whatever's available on TV, right? Or if you could get to the movies. Right. But it was such a different kind of show. I was like, oh my God, shows can be like this. I want to see mm -hmm. more that 
Like, I want to see more media that looks like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't something that like my parents or our parents were no. watching, you know, like definitely what our like our peers and then maybe slightly older were watching, you know? Yeah. And you, Vicky, I know watched a lot of soap operas too. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you and, and our other sister, Carrie would, would record soap operas during the day and sit and watch mm -hmm. them. And that I think feeds into this show quite a bit. It's okay. very soap opera driven. Did, yeah. were you, did you watch a lot of I'm soaps too? Never. Yeah. No. Never. But I always was also like a big yes. mystery buff too. I mean, even yeah. in junior yeah. high, I was always reading like Agatha yes. Christie and, you know, I, so that hook is like, was huge for me. Like the mm. who killed for, you know, like mm. I really want to know. And, and, you know, now I think another thing is that like, that was frustrating, maybe a little frustrating at the time. Cause it's very eccentric and, but it's like endearingly quirky yeah. now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could see at that time being like, just give us a clue that I can follow and understand, you know, like I, I want and, to. And the best is that they just toy with you. They give you clues yeah, that don't right. really even yeah. mean anything. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. And you don't, but like, this is so new that you don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't have that feeling again until I watched Lost. I think that's. Yeah. Right. I was thinking I was just about to bring up Lost. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we've been re and you're like, just tell us what's happening. We've oh, been rewatching it through quarantine, yeah. and oh, we're yeah. most of the way through season four. And genuine, and season four was sh it's short. It's only like fourteen. Which, by the way, Lost is like twenty five hour long episodes per mm -hmm. season. It's so much wow. content. And yeah. relatively so little happens, and it's just all padding. And so we were yeah, watching yeah. the fourth season today. But that's the same problem with season two of Twin Peaks. Oh, season one is eight episodes, and yeah. it's concise, and everything mm -hmm. has a purpose, and everything means something. And you get to the end of the season, and it wraps up at this just epic, perfect television. Then the first few episodes of season two do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, shit, we got to drag this out for oh, no. 23 yeah. episodes. Yeah. No, right, right, right. right. But we we realized, Vicky, that <laughs> the first three seasons of Lost could be one amazing season of 2020 <laughs> television. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It is like 40 hours. Of yeah. Like yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Like, I think that's what a lot of these like like Netflix and Prime and all this stuff does now, which is basically like you know, short and sweet. Get in, tell your story in eight mm -hmm. episodes, and get out again. You know, mm -hmm. they're not. You never see like a Netflix show that's more than 10 episodes, you know, like that's right. warm, you know, so it's not, it doesn't follow that network, you know, period or whatever. But I also think there's, I mean, I'm not the first person to, to bring this up, but there is something that I didn't realize I missed so much until the last season of Game of Thrones of going to work on Monday morning and having your like point people of like, all right, everybody, we need a 10 minute conference about what happened on the show last night, which really doesn't happen much anymore. Well, just because it's hard with like Netflix dumps Stranger yeah, Things yeah. or whatever. You go in and you're like, oh, did you watch Stranger Things this weekend? Yeah. How many yeah. episodes? Well, I watched right. the first four. I watched the first six. Yeah. yeah. Like talk about it's good. You should wait till you get to the seventh episode. It's really good. Right. Like, you can't do that same thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, more specifically though, I was, was going to bring it up. What's so far, what's is, the, uh, do you think all the episodes hold up to the pilot? Um, and then where they're at now is, do you have any like favorite moments or, 
memory flashbacks from this most recent episode that we all just watched the the funeral episode and such. Um, anything jump out in there that is noteworthy or, or like brings you back to, oh my God, I remember sitting in this couch watching this scene because this happened or anything cool. I didn't mm-hmm. have that much with season four. I'm sorry, episode four, but episode three was kind of really stood mm-hmm. out and imprinted in my brain. And I remembered mm-hmm. like very specifically some of the things um, that I associate with Twin Peaks. And I didn't realize they all happened in one episode. I was like, oh my God, yeah. everything is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is, everything was very accelerated. Like I, I didn't expect to be seeing the things that in my mind took place over like a year and a half or something, four episodes. But I was listening to some of your guys's content earlier, and I think a lot of the same. Like I had the exact same reactions. Like uh, when it came to like finding that little secret door in the Great Northern, and then she sneaks in, and you think she Audrey's going to hear something like really important, and then it's just like you know overhearing like her brother talk to yeah <laughs> you need to take off the headdress buddy like, she she already knows this and she could be in the room for this like what's the big secret you know or the stuff with james too where james like shows up and then he's like i'm here but i'm not going to the funeral <laughs> and then he shows up anyway you know so there oh, really yeah, I gotta go. yeah and i hadn't thought about it in the terms of which you guys to the funeral anyway <laughs> Right. And so, but I, I hadn't thought about it in terms of like, we need to reintroduce you. Like James belongs with Ed and Nadine, you know, like that stuff. I, it makes sense to like find the world. Yeah. If they're just showing up, but uh, yeah, I, I remember, I, there were definitely a lot of those that I noted and was laughing when I was hearing you guys say that too, because I had the same reaction. That's and kind of- that's the problem with the latter half of season two is it's just all those things. Oh, it's going to be so <laughs> dead. It's like all these things that are like, what? Just weird, oh, trying yeah. to be weird for the sake of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The guy in the teeth, he owns a uh, men's fashion store. Oh, oh, Dick Tremaine. Dick Tremaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't... Oh, yeah. And I think there's, there, there's a, the reason that we're kind of doing or the reason I chose to do the podcast the way we've been doing it is because I find frequently that when I'm watching something, I sort of get lost in the weeds and then kind of zone out. Mm -hmm. As soon as you have like two characters on screen that I can't like easily place and understand their motivation, I'm like so, so checked out. So I think it's been really helpful to like, for me, like literally for me personally to be like, okay, this is what's going on. Like, this is who James is related to, and this is what he's doing. And this is where everybody, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, well, like a we, game of risk. Like, and we talk about that a lot too with like, do you, do you guys even remember the whole mill plot line from when you Fair. watched it? <laughs> like uh, yeah. the whole thing in, in season one. And I've like, sat down and watched this show with the sole purpose of understanding the mill plot line and I cannot do it. It's just like this person's double crossing this person, but get back at this person who you've never met because they died years ago, who has a brother. Uh, and you're just like, I don't you know. None of this makes sense. And it's, yeah. and then they just kind of fizzle it out. <laughs> yeah. All I remember was like the very, very basics. Yeah. Like Josie inherited it. The Catherine Pete was right. nice. Catherine was mean. Catherine was bad. Like that's it. Like that's all I can handle. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of black and white. Like, this is the good guy. Mm -hmm. This is the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That, like, Leo is, like, just all bad all the time. (laughs) Right? Yeah. What's going on there? Right. Well, and it's... It's interesting. <laughs> when he knew there was a fine, <laughs> and then he's all mad about it. But you like, he like hides. But <laughs> I have said multiple times. There's that scene when Leah's oh, like, yeah. "Did you do all the laundry, Shelly?" And she's like, yeah. "Yeah," and he's like, "No, you yeah. didn't." And throws a laundry bag at her. Yeah, I swear to Christ, if Mikey did that to me, I would run him over in that fucking truck. Like, <laughs> absolutely. And that's such a like. Who would ever do that? Like. I- do you think because this whole format of television was so new that they needed to have somebody so blatantly your front runner <laughs> suspect oh, like, red like that they just needed someone who's like nothing but pure evil like yeah. like because they needed to keep people like like, like, like the audience wasn't smart enough for this, so they needed some people to be like, "I bet it's this Leo guy. He seems like a <laughs> jerk." You know what I mean? Like, I can tell that he beats the shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I bet it's him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this was super great. Do you like just to close out? Is there anything you want to say about the show and like how it's sort of impacted the way you viewed media? since 1990 or 1991? I know that's a very big sweeping question, but, <laughs> or, or even shows that you like that you see an inspiration from Twin Peaks. Or, or is there a show that you liked as much as, as much now as you liked when you watched Twin Peaks the first time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good question. I don't think that any, I, I would say that I haven't seen any show kind of blow up what I thought a show could be as much as me watching mm-hmm. that show, just like what was available and like how odd, you know, how quirky a show could be. I don't, I don't know if Northern Exposure was before or after that show. Mm-hmm. And that was like yeah. super quirk. Yeah. yeah. It was very much trying yeah. to tap into. But yeah. it was different. It was much lighter, but like the total yeah. like darkness that you could have on network television, I didn't realize. And the way that it could be so yeah. quirky and so distinctive a style, like I don't think mm-hmm. maybe Mad Men, like yeah, um, Mad Men. It oh, was Mad super trust. I heard Nightline. I was like, I guess. <laughs> like how like <laughs> that Ted Copper is he's quirky, but he's like edgy and dark. <laughs> you do not know what he is going to say next. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I I think it was like it was too good for all of us, you know. Like we, there's a lot of good shows. There's a lot of excellent shows, but not like that on network TV. And I think even Lynch and the others, the creators, you know, they even knew pretty early on, like this is not this is not the right place for this story, you know. And so they they did a good job, and they told they they hung with it as long as they could. But um, it really could have been really great had the streaming services or cable been a lot more but at the same time i i always wonder about that because would it have been to david lynch and gone in really dark and weird places that make it less accessible for most Mm -hmm. people now Mm -hmm. like i think mark frost who was coming off of Mm -hmm. uh hill street blues like understood television 
and like mm-hmm. what you can get away with, what you can't, mm-hmm. and was able to like keep David Lynch in check for going too abstract. I think mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, I yeah, yeah that's yeah. another thing that I, I think existed so much more uh, before these streaming service services existed. Because I remember uh, I used to, as Vicky was, be really into Sports Night. The, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember when that was getting, I don't know if I remember it happening or I just knew in hindsight, but they were there was a lot of chatter of like, if this had gotten picked up by HBO, it would have been like more of what it could have mm-hmm. been. Right. And it's really interesting how, you right. know, creators are trying to tell their story and then whoever pays them to do it then sets up a structure of like, okay, David Lynch, you can have this weird ass show, but it's going to be on network TV. So you can't mm-hmm. like show boobs, which is a thing he does a lot in his other work. He doesn't, you know, like you're sort of like curtailing his, his, uh, his creativity, which maybe helps him think more creatively if he can't do what his first instinct is. Mm-hmm. Or at least he collaborates with, Others, because yeah. it's now when people when people get shows that go on Netflix or Prime or whatever, it is like this is an R-rated show. This is a PG show. Like this is what I'm pitching to you. Mm-hmm. Not here's a story. You figure out how to make it. How to make it air. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Thank you yeah. so much to both of you for your time. Um, I was going to ask if there's anything you want to plug, but you guys aren't <laughs> podcasting idiots like me. No. Um, <laughs> But cool. Thank you very much for joining us. Maybe we'll have you on later. Great. Thanks so much for inviting yeah. us. I know. Just, you guys have inspired me. If you me, keep going keep watching, and you get you know? to a point of watching and wanting to and watching season three, I oh, definitely yeah. want to have you guys back on because you're. I, I want to see your first impressions because it's yeah. very different. So wait, season yeah, three is return, the new one, right? Season three like, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Can I ask you how okay. does season three compare to season two? Different show. It, yeah, it's almost entirely different. Basically, <laughs> season three is more of an extension of Firewalk with me. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, really mm-hmm. dark and there's not nearly as much silliness. Yeah. Um but there are moments that are so funny yeah. that it's unbelievable. Yeah, and there's, you know, mm. there's a lot of new, new characters. But the, so we can watch the movie. They, there are a few really nice tie-ups of, like, mm-hmm. Ed, the Ed, Norma, Nadine storylines and stuff uh, like that. that really really do. Do. Mm. Well, doesn't, they, they toy with you. Yeah. Like, that doesn't come in until 12 hours into the season or something, yeah. but maybe more. It's a, but yeah. it's a slog. Should we watch like one and two and then firewalk with me that's and then season yes. three? Yes. Yeah. That's I, I, yeah, I always, okay. Every time those things come up, no, I always do everything okay, by release order. Yeah. Like all the like rewatching the Marvel yeah, movies yeah. or rewatching what I always watch everything by release order. Yeah. We're going to do that mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. did that, didn't, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. 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 You guys did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did that. That's their summer plan. Yeah. <laughs> So I think it's a long time. Take this time to, to plug your new yeah. Marvel Universe podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, me and people are starting That's a podcast it. about Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Mom to Marvel. <laughs> um, will you please ask your daughter if she wants to watch it to see if she gets traumatized as much as her uncle Mikey did? Because it's an experiment I want to do. Oh my yeah, God. right, right. Yeah. Maybe kids today are more yeah, jaded. No, it's terrible. Can I just not watch season two? Yeah, that's true. Because I I remember like season one being perfect, like a perfect mm-hmm. season. 
And can I just not right. watch season two and skip to the new one? Watch the first four it's, episodes in the no, last. It's it's a little bit more than that because it's. I want to say episode nine is when is the big David Lynch directed episode where you find out who killed Laura Palmer. Y'all, it gets. And nah. then and then you have. Okay. You don't find out who killed. Yeah, that's that's no, nine episodes into season two. And then the finale, okay. the couple episodes leading up to the finale are pretty good, but season two finale is great. That's all that Red Room stuff. I oh. um, that's really good. And then there's a lot of stuff. Like I would say watch, if if you are planning to watch season three, watch Firewalk with me because it plays directly. But so it ended at season yeah. two. But season two is okay. Okay. 23 episodes or something. Oh, okay. So it's like you get to nine and then a couple of them are good. And then there's a long slog yeah. until mm-hmm. you get to Basically. four or yeah, There's, there's like six or eight episodes that are, there's moments that are okay, but overall they're not great episodes. <laughs> When's the dance competition? That's the finale. The actual oh, competition is, is the finale. Oh. Yeah. So, so oh, but there's that okay. sweet yeah, Diane Keaton episode. Oh, there, okay. Diane directed an episode. It was I her directorial debut. That. We haven't even met Oh. Yet. Is it David Duchovny? No. Is he the horticulturist? He, Denise. Yeah, he's oh. Denise. Did you guys ever talk about the okay. Gilmore Girls and how they relate to Twin Peaks? I would listen to this podcast. Ooh. Go ahead, Steve. This is your backdoor pilot. Oh. <laughs> you don't try to backdoor pilot a whole Jess spinoff. Yes. Oh, yeah, they totally did try to pilot a Jess spinoff. Starring. So clear. Do you know who's going to star in it? That dude from some show I used to watch. I don't remember. Nailed it as That's usual. It. But, um, but Audrey, the, the actress who plays Audrey was. Well, that, oh, yeah. that's why. Because she Audrey it twice? was mom. No, she's a recurring character. But wasn't she, I thought she was in Gilmore Girls twice as two different characters. I don't think so. But Shelly and Audrey are both on Gilmore yeah. Girls. Shelly was. Yes. Shelly was Christopher's <laughs> wife. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. And that's right. Audrey was Luke's right. ex girlfriend. But then she was. Do you remember oh. that backdoor pilot that was like later in the seasons when Jess went to California? Yeah, when Jess was in California. Yes. That was terrible. Hmm. So I think that maybe she was. Maybe Audrey was on twice. Maybe she was supposed to be in that pilot. And then later they couldn't. They didn't do the pilot. And then she brought her on as Luke's ex girlfriend yeah that, that show like whatever they were piloting um i yeah. loved gilmore girls so much but i hated it by the last season so much that i haven't started it again because all i do is have memories of rory being a monster and like, yeah she became a monster. Uh, yeah, yeah it really really sucked yeah it, it went off the rails after they had april come on i think yes eva okay we understand each other <laughs> Um, okay, just really quick before you go, this is definitely to, to Twin Peaks. Are there any, this is an important philosophical question, are there any good men in Gilmore Girls? Because in my opinion, they're all the worst. Um, I don't know, but as I rewatch it, I feel like maybe Lorelai and Rory are sometimes the worst. Oh yeah, I have a spreadsheet about how I feel about each individual <laughs> character. My friend last night, I, I did love them so much, but I think I started to think that maybe they were the worst after they did the four season episode in which they actually were the worst. Oh yeah, they got really downhill by the end of the regular season. I genuinely hated uh, Rory. Like I just thought she was a mess of a person. 
Um, but yeah, once you got to the Four Seasons one, nobody was coming out smelling like roses. I think they betrayed their characters. I think they did. Okay. <laughs> so many thoughts on this <laughs> Honestly, I think one of the worst decisions in all of television were to were to let um what's her face have those babies. Every term and pal, you know? No, no, no. Oh. Oh, Lane? Why did they make Lane have babies? Hey, you see oh. Ridiculous. Okay. I mean the Why upcoming little Nikki storyline is pretty, pretty bad decision. Yeah, listen. <laughs> it's, it's not all good. There's some bad I might have to start go more girls again, but oof. Saddling her up with that idiot and triplets. Yeah, center. She belonged with Dave Rogowski, who then was the same character in the OC. Obviously, and is he's the same character no matter what, and I'd watch him in whatever he's in. Like he's, he's the same in character in um, Ready or Not. Same guy. He's in This is America. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Wait, all I heard was you yelled, This is America. So I'm really excited to watch oh, that. No. He's saying, this is America, the Cape Blanchett miniseries. Is this the Adam Brody yeah. you're talking about? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And hello, he married the new summer. I mean, come on. Yeah. I really wish there had been a rant that I talked over that ended up with Siwi yelling, this is America. This is America. Okay, that went way off the rails. All right, but um, uh, Vicky, Siva, thank yeah. you very much for joining us. We know that, see, but we still haven't seen your face. Like, blink twice if you're safe. Um, yeah. uh, but if you guys ever, like, see any more and have any yeah. thoughts on particular episodes, you're more than welcome. We can either do it like this and drop it in at the end of an episode, or we can do just, like, a uh, one-off Email bonus. a question. You can email a question at superduper pod at yeah. gmail.com we definitely checked that and have received many emails oh, i'm gonna just say my one quick thing too i did go back i did go back and watch because when i started when i saw the third episode with the midget and the the dream i had to go back and watch that saturday night live and it was so awesome so i would totally recommend anyone i couldn't even find it on youtube what was it? i was searching for it but oh. the Saturday Night Live thing, right, like eleven. And, <laughs> you know, throw the throw the axe at the boss, and he's like, you know, you're free to go. And it's Chris Farley with the like, I told you, I have pictures of me committing the crime. Like, dear, dear Agent Cooper, why have you not responded to my letter? He's on the That and if, I don't know if you remember the beginning so of that episode was. Uh, in, in his monologue, in, in Kyle McLaughlin's monologue, he did want to be like question the audience thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so if anyone has any questions, oh, and no, like someone asks some silly, oh, is that real donuts or something like that? I don't know, something, whatever. He's like, oh, and he answered the question to like set up the format. And then someone stands up and they're like, so um, I was just wondering if you could tell me uh, who killed Laura Palmer. And he's like, oh, show the waitress. Okay, next, and then he like moves on to the next thing, and then they call him back, and they're like, "You got a call from uh, David Lynch," and you just hear him at the phone, and you just hear like, rah, 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 like screaming at him. And like, um, I was just kidding about Charlie the waitress. Um, y'all have to watch the show, and like, it's, it's a it's a great oh, episode. So uh, yeah. 
I just yeah. remember that one. That was hilarious okay. when you sent yeah. it. I totally remember watching yeah. it. I'm gonna watch this before. Yeah. Yes. It was hilarious. Send the link in the yeah. Oh yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Like I feel like that one, and then like when they had like Cecily, like years later when they had uh, Cecily Strong doing like yeah. the serial podcast. Like there are some that are so, so perfect, perfect, and they. Did you, like, you remember they had to have Jan Hooks come in twice them. to play two different characters because like, oh, yeah. there's not enough yeah. women on the yeah. show. Yeah. 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 Just fired, right? Um, some because who was it? Nora Dunn, Nora Dunn maybe. Oh, was it Nora Dunn? Yeah, yeah. Someone was just let go. So oh, was, I didn't know like, that. It was like right. a, a sketch all was they had was Jan like, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Who, by the way, is a perfect yeah. Kimmy. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, yeah, that's true. I was so disappointed yeah, in what's her yeah, face, Victoria Jackson. Jackson turned out to be a kook. Yeah. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. like full on. Yeah. yeah, and not like yeah, cool, crazy. fun, quirky, crazy. But on the flip like, side, Julia Sweeney turned out to be amazing. She just retweeted me. Yeah, Julia Sweeney is amazing. She should come on my show anytime. Yeah. No big deal. I met her once. Not this and show. her daughter. Your not this show. show. <laughs> Small potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would have her on this show. Oh my god! Absolutely. She said, my, "So I was interviewing her yeah. and you her her daughter, um, oh. Kevin and myself on my on my other show, The Friendly Atheist." And so Kevin and I were sharing a mic, and she and her daughter were sharing a mic. And at one point, her daughter, whose name's Mulan, was like holding the mic, and Julia just like grabbed her hand to say something. She goes, "Oh, now I know I'm the kind of person who would snatch a microphone away from my own daughter if I had something funny to say." <laughs> Oh, it was no. just the most <laughs> likable thing anyone's ever done. Yeah, she's great. Okay, anyway, wow. I was going to bring us into a tight 30, yeah, yeah, and now we're at a you. real sloppy 45. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You can get rid of that. Never. 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 That's kind of the worst. For that one person in our crossover audience is going <laughs> to Yes, you may have many. You may yeah. have many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you so much yeah. for welcome back anytime. <laughs> and uh, have a great day. You too. Bye. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cooper Duper at Twin Peaks Podcast for Regular People, hosted by Michael Greif and me, Jessica Blumke Greif. Our podcast logo is by Foraker Creative. You can follow them at Foraker Creative. Our theme music is by Brad Chactus. You can always email us at cooperduperpod at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes and leave us a positive review and tell a friend. We'll see you next week.